0: Which of you shall have a friend? Notice now, which of you shall have a friend? So father, the word father disappears is now replaced by the word friend. What realm is this? I'll tell you what it is, okay? And he said to them, which of you shall have a friend? And go to him at midnight. Now, how many know you don't visit your, even your best friends, you don't visit them at midnight to have coffee.
1: Welcome to the Dr. Francis Miles podcast. Dr. Miles will share prophetic words, insights, and revelation about some of the toughest topics in the Bible. Dr. Miles also has a healing ministry, birthed out of his own powerful encounter with Jesus Christ, and has seen many set free through his crusades and meetings. Tune into today's episode and be blessed by a fresh take from this anointed minister of the gospel.
0: So if you could bring up on the screen, if you are, if you can, Luke 11, verse 1 to 4. And I'm going to ask all of us to read it together. And then we can take our seats after the reading of God's word. Amen. My teaching tonight is operating in the courts of heaven, issuing divine restraining orders. Say with me, operating in the courts of heaven, issuing divine restraining orders. So I'm essentially marrying two messages together. Amen. And so that's what I'm doing. Amen, operating the courts of heaven it would be a message by itself. So it's issuing divine restraining orders, but I'm putting them together and the Lord is going to help us. And at the end of the day, we're going to go in the court of heaven and actually activate the revelation and begin to see breakthrough in your life. I believe you're not here by accident. I believe you are here because God knows what I'm about to say is a mystery to what, to what you have been facing. And so I want us to read as loudly as you can. Luke 11, verse 1 to 4, at the count of three. Amen. Luke 11, verse 1 to 4, using the New King James uh, 1 to 3, read. Now it came to pass, as he was praying in a certain place, when he says that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. Verse 12, so he said to them, When you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven give us day by day our daily bread forgive us our sins for we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one somebody say amen Amen. so may you take your seat and may the lord bless the reading of his word come on somebody amen Whenever I teach on the court of heaven, the Lord always reminds me to take my gavel with me. Come on, somebody. Amen. So right now, in the name of Jesus, amen, when I, when I, when I, when I hit the gavel on the pulpit, I want you to give God a shout. Uh, amen. Come on, somebody. Father, right now, we declare that right now, from this moment to the time I'm finished, the court of heaven is now in session. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Court is in session. Amen. We put the devil and his mother-in-law, they are both in court right now amen everything that happens now is part of the court proceedings it's part of the of the of the records of the court of heaven are you catching what i'm saying why because then in your prayers you can reference this service come on somebody because it's part of your court proceedings for the breakthrough god is about to give you talk to me somebody amen Amen. so i want you to now now, um in order for you to understand uh how to operate in the courts of heaven before we even be talking begin to talk about. Issuing divine restraining orders, we need to understand where they come from, because restraining orders are a tool of the court. Even in the natural judiciary, restraining orders are a tool of the court of the judiciary. You know, and uh, and uh, therefore, understanding the the court the court of heaven, the court of heaven, understanding that heaven has a court system is important to be able to understand the second phase of our message. So I'll begin with laying a foundation for how, to, and for how to operate for operating in the courts of heaven. Now, in order for you to fully appreciate the court of heaven, I want you to think of this way, okay? I want you to, understand, I, I want you to think of, of the court of heaven as another dimension of prayer, another realm of prayer. But what, what makes it different in the court of heaven is the disposition and the approach you take in that dimension of prayer, you see, because it's, it's a dimension, it's a whole different way of praying, and it is governed by different protocols. And if you violate the protocols, you violate the you violate the ability for God to give you answers in that realm. And so, I uh, the, the Bible actually tells us that it's possible to pray, but prayer miss. Is that right? The Bible says you prayed, and many Africans we are we are a continent of prayer, but let's be honest. Some of our praying, if they can be candidates some of our praying. I mean, I mean, in Africa, we can pray for 40, I mean fast for 40 days, and then when it's over, or the only breakthrough you get is a hundred dollars. We are people of prayer, something is missing. And I can tell you that one of the I believe when Africa understands the code of heaven, the devil is really in trouble. Because I believe that all those hours and months of prayer. Are going to find I've not I mean no, God never ignores prayer. But I tell you when you understand when you when you deal with when you deal with what God wants to wants dealt with all of a sudden you get a blast from the past of prayers you prayed that God cannot answer because there was something missing, they were reserved for you, but now they're about to hit you like a tornado, they're about to hit you like torrential rains, things you prayed for that are now about to hit you. Talk to me somebody amen i prophesy to you that you're about to enter a season of breakthrough and breakthrough and breakthrough and you're going to be able to say my god this is what i prayed for five years ago now it's happening this is what i prayed for 10 years ago now it's happening this is what i prayed for last year why why are they coming together well because a mystery has been revealed talk to me somebody now god is able to do what he what he has always wanted to do for you without violating his word and protocols so I w- i'm gonna take you through three, three uh, jesus is asked by a disciple i'm thankful i don't know which disciple this is. could have been peter could have been anybody but it doesn't matter i'm just happy that a disciple asked a fundamental question to faith jesus teaches how to pray now i must understand the disciples of jesus were orthodox jews in other words prayer was not bro- uh, the realm of prayer was not foreign to them but they realized that how Jesus prayed was different from the way they prayed by the level of answers he got so they realized we are praying he's praying but when you prays, things happen when we pray talk to me we hear crickets we hear crickets but when he prays within the uh, when he prays it's miracles after miracles there seems to be no end to what he can do in prayer so they realized our technology of praying is not working, so they went to him and said, "Lord, teach us how to pray, how to pray as John taught also his disciples." I'm glad, but I'm glad by the premise of the question because it comp- forever lets us understand that prayer can be taught. Talk to me, somebody. That gives hope to anybody who doesn't know how to pray. When I came in the kingdom, I couldn't pray for more than 15 minutes, and until I met an apostle of prayer who became my pastor. My God, this guy will pray for 12 hours non-stop. I mean, I'm like, is this not normal. And, uh, and he'll say to me, no, come and pray. He'll take me every weekend uh, in the mountains and you pray. And he told me, Francis, sometimes prayer is better caught than taught. And he'll tell me, pray with me. And I'll pray for him for 30 minutes and I begin to run out of words. And then he says to me, just sleep, sleep around me. And soon enough, before I knew it, I, I went an hour. Before I knew it, I went two hours. Before I knew it, Five hours. Then one day we went 12 on 12. Talk to me somebody. Prayer can be taught. So Jesus, but how Jesus teaches prayer is very different from how we teach it. Okay. Rather than focusing on what we, on what to say. Jesus places prayer in dimension. In dimensions. And then, and then gives you the disposition for those dimensions. So the dimension and the disposition is more important to Jesus than the content. So he changes that. He said prayer is about disposition. So he begins to teach prayer. Remember, the question is, Lord, teach us how to pray. So from verse 2, we don't hear the disciple because the Lord begins to answer. In most Bibles, the ways that follow are in red to signify that Jesus is still talking. And you notice there's no break because the Lord is answering the question the disciple asked. Lord, teach us how to pray. So verse 2 He says so he said to them when you pray say our father who art in heaven so in so Jesus Jesus opens up the first realm of prayer and in the first realm of prayer write down the disposition in the first dimension of prayer Jesus encourages us to approach God as father write it down The, The first dimensional prayer we approach God as what father now this is important and then after that he begins to tell us what's available to us when we take that disposition in that dimension. What we can access from that disposition in that dimensional prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. So it is in this dimension of prayer that we can bring the kingdom into our lives. Your kingdom come, your will be done. It's in, the main, it's in approaching God as Father that the will of God is, made, is revealed to us. It's in that dimension when we approach him as father that he begins to show us his will for our lives. Because how many know nobody knows the will, Nobody knows what he has called you to do like your heavenly father. Jesus came on the earth to do the will of the heavenly father. So when it comes to doing the will of God, the custodian of the will of God is the heavenly father himself. So he, will, so he said, your will be done on earth as it is what? In heaven give us day by day our daily bread so we find that in this this is the dimension where we can approach God for our own needs this is important this this is a dimension where we can approach God for our daily bread this is the this is the realm we deal with Matthew 6, where Jesus talk, talks about do not worry what you shall be dressed, what you shall wear, what you shall eat, what you shall drink. He's talking about this dimension, it's a reference to this dimension because when it goes further in the text, it says, Because your heavenly father already knows that you have need of these things. So it's in the in, it's in the first dimension of prayer where I approach God as Father, that I deal with my needs. Notice what is missing in this dimension of prayer. In this dimension of prayer, in this dimension of prayer, we are never asked for prayer to pray for anybody else. This dimension of prayer is personal to you. It's in this dimension of prayer that you get to know God as your Father. Now that's important because if you don't know God as Father, it bleeds into your theology everywhere else. Are you catching what I'm saying? You see, a lot of believers, a lot of believers, they don't have an accurate revelation of, the, of, of God as Father. That's why every time they make a mistake, talk to me somebody, that when they have to return back to God, they approach him like the prodigal son. The prodigal son thought sonship was negotiable. Because he did not have a proper understanding of the father. He thought his connection with the father was conditional. Are you catch what I'm saying? So when he, he realizes I am messed up, you know, but in my father's house, even the servants have a better deal than what I'm living with. I will go back to my father's house. Is that right? I will go back to my father's house and I'm going to tell my father, I have sinned against you and I've sinned against heaven. Is that right? But just make me one of your servants. Okay. He thought that was a good deal. But the father knew that's not a good deal. Because I have a lot of servants, if I wanted more, I can employ men, but I don't have sons. So as soon as the father saw him, the father ran to him, did not even wait. Jesus was giving us a portrait of the father. It's important, brethren, for us to understand our father. Talk to me, somebody. It is important for us to understand. Otherwise, issues of daily bread will always be an issue many of you have got many issues of daily bread you can't even get to destiny because you are always interrupted by issues of daily bread see destiny is not dealing with issues of daily bread destiny is when you join your father in his business many of you are not even destiny you are just in needs we can't even get you to destiny because every, your whole life is defined by 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 paying the light bill. Then you pay this, and then you hope you hope there's something left over. Talk to me, sir. By the time it's over, you are back on the treadmill of paying bills. You can't get into destiny, and a lot of that is because you don't have an accurate revelation of your father, so that issue can be put to rest, so you can move with him into the what Jesus called the Father's business. Okay. So, in the first realm, Jesus is teaching us how to approach God as Father. He te- one of the things He tells us about this realm of prayer is a dimension of prayer. Now, by the way, these dimensions of prayer, there is not one that's more important than the other. They are just different. Someone said different. Okay, they are what? What? Different. Is that right? So, they are different. They are different dimensions designed to address different things in your life in the first room God wants you to know him okay he wants to know he he wants you to know him affectionately as your father as much as you honor your natural father I uh, got God would we God would wish it so that you knew your heavenly father better talk to me somebody amen no matter how much your heaven, your earthly father loves you he can't even come close to what your heavenly father can do for you and that's why it's important for you to know your heavenly father Amen. So in the first realm, that's where it starts. He says, because if you don't understand this realm, every other realm of prayer, your your arrival in that, your your disposition is not going to be right when you enter in those other realms if you are, are doubtful about this initial disposition. Are you catching what I'm saying? So understand that you have a father in heaven. He's not on earth, he's in heaven. He's your provider. He's your sustainer. He's your foundation talk to me somebody is your protector amen he lets us know when he's then he says and then uh, the only danger the only thing that can lock you up the only thing that can interrupt what the father has for you in this realm is uh, Jesus does Jesus shows us one of the things that can really get in the way of God doing what his promise should happen for you in this realm is living in unforgiveness so right in the middle, he says, he has an interesting story. He says, a Lord forgive us. He makes what this? he says this, and forgive our sins for we, for we also forgive everyone indebted to us. There is an understanding that there is a reciprocal thing in there. Talk to me somebody, amen. Are you catching what I'm saying? Because if we do not, if we live in unforgiveness, we bind and we tie the heart of the father from doing for what he desires to do for us in that realm talk to me somebody so Jesus addresses the only danger to that realm is you gotta walk you cannot walk in and you cannot what you cannot walk in unforgiveness when I began to understand this realm and that aspect I don't care what you do to me I am one person you cannot keep in unforgiveness if you try why Because I've come to the place whereby my destiny is so important no nothing people do ever comes close so I forgive quickly and easily and I move on because I don't want anybody to lock down this dimension for me. Amen? But Jesus does not end there. He continues to teach prayer. Are you with me, somebody? Remember what, what he was asked. Teach us how to what? Pray. To pray. Well, look at, uh, look at Luke chapter 11. Look at Luke chapter 11 and verse 5. Look v- verse 11 and what? Verse 5 and he said to them notice there is no break there is no break in between that means that jesus is still responding to the question so everything he's talking about is the answer lord teaches how to pray but what you notice that in, when he gets to verse five jesus changes the terminology he changes the disposition he goes from father to friend see the change in tone he says, there's another dimension where you don't approach him as father. There is a dimension where he responds to you as friend. So he changes, the, he changes the tone of prayer. He says, and he said to them, which of you shall have a friend? Notice now, which of you shall have a friend? So father, the word father disappears is now replaced by the word friend. What realm is this? I'll tell you what it is. Okay? And he said to them, which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight? Now how many know? You don't visit your even your best friends. You don't visit them at midnight to have coffee. I mean, I, 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 Dr. Eric loves me, but if I went to his house at midnight and he says, "Why are you here in these pajamas?" At midnight most people are in their pajamas. I mean, mean, if if you hear a knock at your door at midnight, it's either the police. Come on, somebody. And that's not ever. Come on, somebody. And that's never good when the police knock at midnight. All right? But if it's somebody, initially your human response is going to be, something is wrong. There must be a funeral. There must in, In other words, intuitively, you are expecting an emergency. Because, you know, normal people, even your friends, don't visit at midnight to have coffee. If they did, you might, need to re- you, might to, you, you might need to rethink some friendships. Come on, somebody. No, I was just in the area, you know, and I just thought that maybe we can just profit. Ah, midnight. Yeah, I was just in the area. Are you guys what I'm saying? So midnight midnight is a suggestion that whatever has caused, uh, whatever is happening here is of a nature, there's a crisis involved in the story, okay? He says, he comes to him at midnight and said to him, friend, lend me three loves notice friend lend me what three loves for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey notice now that in this realm jesus paints a picture of three friends so there are three friends come on somebody who are, who are affected by this dimension watch this now so what i want to do is if i can have uh can i have uh, amen can i have three brothers three brothers to quickly the, the, the three ashes just come here Thank you, brothers. Come and stand over here. Amen. So I, I want you to, to yeah, yeah you come over here, face this way yeah face this way, all right? And you stand over here, and you stand exactly like that. Okay. So Jesus, you know, is painting an amazing picture. He says, is asking the question. Okay. Which of you shall have a friend? Okay which of you shall have, have a friend who comes to you at what at midnight okay have you got what i'm saying so this friend comes to this friend at midnight so what defines the two is friendship but what the friend needs he has no capacity to provide but is connected turn around to a friend who lives in a realm where everything is possible Are you catch what I'm saying? So now now this friend he doesn't want talk to me, somebody. Are you catching what I'm saying? This friend is in trouble. Notice that this friend who is in the middle has no need of their own. They have been placed in the middle of two friendships because of the trouble of one and the resources of the other. I hope I, you're you, you getting with me. Are you catching what I'm saying? Oh, Basike. If you're an intercessor, I want you to listen to me. Because much of what we call African intercession, we pray long hours get little results because we miss tomorrow. Are you catching what I'm saying? I'm about to get to it. So Jesus paints this picture. Do you see the picture now? Which of you shall have what? Now guys, just sit over there. Let me show you. Which of you shall have a friend? Put it up on the board. Which of you shall have a friend? okay which of you shall have a friend and go to him at midnight okay and said to him friend lend me three laws why for a friend of mine for a friend what of mine has come to me on his journey talk to me somebody how many every human being on earth is on a journey of destiny talk to me somebody they are on a journey of destiny and their demands of their destiny. Talk to me, somebody. Uh, many of their, de- their demands of their destiny or the problems that they face are beyond your realm as man to meet. But, there is a fr- but if you have a friend who lives in a realm where of possibilities. Talk to me, somebody. Are you catching what I'm saying? Are you with me, somebody? I, I want to show you. Let me finish this thing because this is real powerful. Then we, because we are going somewhere with this. This is important. Watch this. He says, and, uh, and watch this. And has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. Verse 7. And you answer from within and say, Do not trouble me. He will answer from within. He what? Answer from within and say, Do not trouble me. The door is now what? Shut. Is that right? The door is what? So this is a realm where doors that have been shut can be opened. <laughs> Are you getting how the Lord puts a prayer? Are you catching what I'm saying? This is a realm where doors that have been shut get opened. Okay? The door has been shut. What, notice that the friend he's talking to does not deny that he, that he owns all possibilities. The only thing he's saying He's saying there is a door between you and my resources. There is an invisible gate between your resources, between my resources, and your world. Are you catching what I'm saying? The door is now been what, shut, and my children are with me in bed, and the children have his resources. My children are in bed with me. I have the resource. Imagine in bed with me. I cannot rise and give to you. Look at Jesus, Jesus says. I cannot rise and give to you. Verse, verse 8. I said to you, though he would not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. As many as he needs. Is that right? okay so so what realm is this this is the realm africa has mastered this is the realm of intercession it is not intercession if you are praying for yourself if you're praying for your needs that's not intercession you are in the realm of father I am interceding, but you're only praying for you. That's not interceding. Intercession requires. Interse- this is the picture Jesus draws. Watch this now. In intercession, the one standing in the middle, talk to me, somebody, come on, cannot approach God for his needs. Because the essence of that realm, talk to me, somebody, now watch this now. You know, we think, notice what is missing in this realm, man of God. What is missing in this realm, what is missing in this realm is, watch this, somebody. Watch what he says. What is missing in this realm is the length of prayers. It's missing in the realm. Doesn't mean you cannot pray long. What he's saying. Is This is the reason why you're not getting a lot of things happening when you intercede for people is because even though you take a lot of time praying for them, this realm and the door the invisible door between the resources you need to give to the people you are praying for the reason why it's remained shut is because number one, for this realm, the, the watch this this realm as this room, this realm, this invisible realm is you know, there's some doors that have got a combination lock. Are you guys what I'm saying? this door is a combination lock there are two things there are two keys that open this realm so your friends can go home in their midnight hour with a miracle at deliverance okay and these two things is this number one in this realm in this one the first currency of this realm is friendship with god so we have a lot of people who are praying for us they are meanwhile but their friendship with god has not yet been registered in the spirit because in order, this is the realm Abram was in when God was going to Sodom. God says, can I go to someone without talking to Abraham, my friend? Abram was leveraging his friendship with God to intercede for Sodom's recovery. What about if you find 50 people? Look at that realm. And God said, if because you are my friend and you have asked for 50, if there's 50 people, the whole city will remain. And when God moves, he says, oh, stop. I'm sorry, please forgive. What about 40? Notice what was governing God's response. Whatever God was going to do was based upon what his friend wanted. Talk to me, somebody. And the second key is persistence. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. This is the realm of what? Intercession. I guess what I'm saying. Why is this important? Because a lot of our prayers can be answered in the first realm. Uh, A lot of our prayers can be answered in the second realm. Come on, somebody borrowing men and women of God who have a real friendship with God and asking them to pray, particularly if you are dealing with a door that has been closed that you want open. This is a realm you deal with it. But what happens if you have you have a, what happens if you have approached God as Father, you have approached God as friend, ask the best intercessors to, well come on somebody and they have been praying for you, and something is still not breaking. Is there another realm? we can go to, guys can go. This is where the court of heaven comes into place.
1: Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at FrancisMiles.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. May God bless you today and always.